0: Hello, listener, and welcome to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Thank you so much for finding time to join me. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mang. <music> Pastor Kigondo Ndeg is on standby with the family segment today. He'll talk about infidelity, affairs of the heart. Pastor Prosin Nanga will also be joining us during the Bible segment today. She'll talk about the blessed hope. Stay tuned for this and some songs to for you. Here's a song, Suluway, by Capstone Ministers.
1: In in Okumbana, in Elwandana, in Etacha. On the Mapadora, in Yes, in Okumbana, in Elwandana, in Etacha, in Okumbana. Oh uh-huh. Motimbe madongo, achom kanye, achikanye. Yae Jesus, yae Jesus. Masigulawa, gidwaro choya koda tonge, boda seli yawa. Ngama di Abiro iri osana, abiro. Wasigu, 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 kurel, nikech, in the the in the in In the landa in etacha in ofu bana in the landa in ofu in the in etacha in ofu in the in ofu in the in etacha Sulwe, 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 Soulouet, 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 sulwe, 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 Soulouet, sulwe, Soulouet, Soulouet, sulwe, Soulouet, Soulouet, sulwe, sulwe, sulwe. Sulu e, sulu e, sulu e, ine roda. Sulu e, yo. Sulu e, sulu e, sulu e, ine mi taya ga. Sulu e, sulu e, sulu e, Sulu, e Sulu, e Sulu, e Sulu, Sulu, e Sulu, in op in el in op in el in eta in op in el in op in el
0: This is a New Left program coming to you from Adventist Radio, the voice of hope. You're to listen to Pastor Kigundu.
2: listener I want to welcome you to our abundant life series based on John 10 verse 10 where Jesus said I have come that they may have life and have it to the full this fullness of life involves also our marriages today I want us to talk about infidelity affairs of the heart part one it was devastating "'were the first words she replied when I asked Julie about her divorce. "'Of course the divorce was difficult to handle, "'but it was actually the deception of the affair that really tore me apart. "'After only three years of marriage, "'Julie learned that her husband John had begun having an affair "'that had been going on right under her nose for at least six months. "'I was so angry,' she explained. "'I felt violated.' humiliated and really 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 stupid for ignoring all the signs i experienced a full range of emotions when i learned about the affair but the feeling that was totally foreign to me was the desire to hurt someone or something i am not a violent or angry person by nature julie assured me but suddenly i was so angry that i lashed out at anyone that came anywhere near me since John wasn't around, Julie admits, I took my anger out on my friends, my children, and my coworkers. Then when the people who were left behind wouldn't tolerate my anger any longer, I began taking it out on myself. Julie isn't alone. Jane, a manager of a local retail store, simply said, Honestly, I just wanted to kill him. Gerard, whom everyone believed to have the perfect marriage for almost 20 years, adamantly stated, "The affair was the ultimate betrayal. I'll never trust anyone again. Of the people interviewed for this article, the comments maintained a common thread of betrayal, loneliness, and distrust. Julie admitted, In a time when I needed people the most, I pushed them away. As things progressed, I started to realize that if I was wrong about trusting my spouse, then who else was I wrong about? I got to the point where every relationship I had was severely affected because of my inability to put my trust in anybody else. Julie never dreamed that the list of the people she could not trust would ultimately include herself. Let me tell you, Julie stressed, This world is impossible to operate in with a total inability to trust your own judgment. When you go through this type of betrayal, you lose your direction, and the results have some pretty severe consequences. But you see, we also need to look at the children of affairs. Unfortunately, another common thread within the people interviewed for this article was the ability to tell themselves, Hey! children are just children right they are young they bounce back and they don't really understand everything that's going on anyway amazingly nearly every individual i spoke with admitted that while they were going through the hell of the extramarital affair Either discovering or being discovered, they found it easier to tell themselves the above statement about their children, despite the fact that they knew it to be completely untrue at the time. If I could go back, Gerard explains, I would have tried more to help my children cope with the pain that my wife's affair had on all of us, but I was so focused on my own pain during the divorce that it was hard to focus on anyone else. Gerard's son, Jason, now a 21-year-old victim of his own parents' bitter divorce, states, Marriage is stupid. You just wind up choosing someone else down the road anyway. Not surprisingly, many children are affected just as dramatically as their parents when a divorce ends due to an extramarital affair. The lessons these children learn from their parents' actions are scary how to lie how to deny problems how to be selfish and ultimately how to never trust the feeling of betrayal extends to all participants of a divorce due to a cheating spouse is there any wonder why children's of affairs and divorce have a hard time with future relationships now let us uh, look and explore this issue why do spouses cheat according to the local family counselor jeff Paziel, he said, most people don't actually want to have an affair. Spouses cheat for a variety of reasons, with a big reason being boredom in their marriage. What seems amazingly contradictory to Paziel's statement is a series of well-known surveys conducted between 1990 and 2002 by the University of Chicago, which revealed 30% of all adults who say that their marriage is not too happy report having an extramarital affair. 17% of all adults who say their marriage is pretty happy report having an extramarital affair. And a surprisingly 10% of all adults who say their marriage is really happy also admit to having an affair so with over 50 percent of the participants of this survey admitting to extramarital affairs it's hard to believe that having an affair isn't a conscious decision-making process so if people don't actually want to have an affair why do these affairs actually happen today's marriage takes work dr paziel says there are many factors in today's society that influence the success of a marital relationship many people cheat because they do not intend not to to avoid affairs he says we must have strong boundaries in place to avoid sharing too many intimate details with friends or co-workers in other words cheating for many is more about not having a plan on how not to cheat Shelly Glass, a well-known psychologist who strove to redefine the nature of infidelity prior to her death in October 2003, wrote articles, books, and appeared on television programs to examine how the emotional intimacy of the workplace and the Internet have led even people in successful marriages to slip into emotional intense relationships that could easily lead to affairs. Dr. Glass said that if these intense relationships did not lead to sex, they were a threat to marriages and part of what she termed the new crisis of infidelity. The reason, she said, is that the emotional intimacy with a friend gradually, almost invisibly, supplants that with the spouse. So, how do we avoid the betrayal? As many of us already know, life is not a fairy tale for Cinderella. You know, the first kiss was all it took, and the relationship then lasted for hundreds of decades. But for those of us in today's complicated world, we are still looking for the magic answer to keeping our marriages alive. In researching this article, it became glaringly obvious that the answer to a successful marriage isn't really as complicated as one might expect. And the answers may just be in looking at what made your marriage happen in the first place, the dating period. Can you honestly say to yourself, My list of priorities during the dating period with my spouse is exactly the same today as it was then? One defined quoting, as to pay courts to, to flatter with solicitors over in an attempt to obtain something. To, you see, today's dating has become similar to a cat and mouse chase where once caught. It is soon determined by many that the chase is over. And therefore, dear listener, to maintain a successful and happy marriage, it's important to realize that the dating etiquette isn't just for dating anymore. It's also for keeping marriages in bloom. Keeping a marriage positive, having needs met, Making your spouse your best friend, having fun together, and keeping an even balance between talking versus listening with your spouse are an important deterrence to extramarital affairs. Dear listener, in today's hectic and advanced world, it is more important than ever to keep your marriage fresh and alive. Your spouse should be your best friend you are confident and the one person that you know you can trust
0: Attuned to Adventist Soul Radio, the voice of hope. This is your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. A producer would love to have your thoughts about this program. Please send them to the producer, Adventist Soul Radio, P.O. Box 422 Code 100 Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us through awanairobi at ek.adventist.org. Let us now listen to Capstone Ministers with the song, Technology
1: Nilazima mtibitishe po maandiko Na sasa je teknolojia ya tupeneka wapi Indefika kikongo Hata njini mfanya nini hamtajua unabiuhu Nilazima mtibitishe po maandiko Sasa je, teknolojia ya tupeleka wapi Bigia, imefika kikongo Tazamani do need a katawaku, one nash and a wapi, so that you to Wana, so I can see, wangali, I was a meduli, I will make a boo boo, a city to need Nasayansi wa angalia wa semenini wa mekuabubu nsi kitiko. Achanjanyimfanya nini hamba juwa kunabiu nika zima mtibi tishikoma aniko nasasaje. Ndogiga ya chupeleka wapi inafika kikomo hata nyinyi mfanye nini hamtajua kunabi huyu ni lazima mtivitishe kama aniko na sasaje teknolojia yatupendeka wapi inafika kikomo Na wachawi waonde jiwe eh, Lina tere mkachini kwa kasi mdo Busi jiwe ya pamba, ni Yesu Kristo Jiwe mli lo kata njiwa shi Wenye ekima Na wachawi waonde jiwe eh, Lina tere mkachini kwa kasi banda jua leo ni Yesu Kristo ah oh, yu memory la kata nini washi ata nini mfanye nini amtajua kuna bibu ni lazima kwa maandiko na sasa je technology inatupeleka wapi Imefika inafika Mfanyenini hamta juwa kuna biuhu Nilazima mtibitishe kuma aliko Na sasaje teknolojia ya chupeleka wapi Inwefika kikomo Hata njini mfanyenini hamta juwa kuna biuhu Nilazima mtibitishe kuma aliko Na sasa jee teknolojia ya tupeleka wapi Inafika kikongo Hata njeni mfanya nini Hamtajua unabiuhu Nilazima mthi mitishe kwa maandiko Na sasa jee teknolojia ya wapi Inafika kikongo
0: Another opportunity to get some spiritual nourishment from Pastor Prosi Nanga. Welcome, Pastor.
3: God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow. No crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. What a blessed hope! Through Christ's promise, we have an unending hope. It was the promise of Christ's return that sustained the disciples in the first century. The same hope sustained the Adventist believers in the 1840s. The same hope keeps our faith today, waiting for his glorious appearance. The promise of a time when there will be no more pain, no more death, is a special comfort to all. For in this world of sin, there is no permanent family cycle. Inevitably, it is a broken circle. So sometimes the path seems dark and dreary, that delighted where one cannot see. The heart is filled with a longing from pain and sorrow to be free. Uncertain is near, and one is faced with sinfulness more than he could fear. There is a blessed hope, hope in the coming of our Lord to take us home. There is hope beyond the calvary tears, beyond all the darkness and troubles of the present moment, to an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, the heavens where righteousness shall dwell. This hope is grounded and rooted on the promises of God, and therefore it is a living hope. Christian hope is more than simply a wish for the future. It is the desire and expectation of the coming of our Lord. It's often easier to say you have hope than to actually hope. Not until we actually desire for salvation and expect to obtain salvation, we are having hope. And hope is no good unless we actually use it. This hope pranks up with God's appeal to man's heart. By inodulating the plan of salvation, God placed before the fallen humanity the hope of restoration to the divine presence. It was because God devised the plan of salvation that hope was possible for the fallen man. Hope is like a rope which is let down to a drowning man. How foolish of him to debate the intentions of one throwing it down or even to question its strength the perishing one takes hold of the blessed hope and finds that it sustains him and brings him to christ now listener do you have hope or do you just wish to be there are you motivated by the blessed hope of his soon return my prayer is that we should plan to be there and we should desire and expect to receive jesus christ when he comes to take us next time our study will be jesus our hope
0: That brings us to the end of our program for today. I hope that you've been blessed. I'd like to have your views, comments, or questions about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 4276 Code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Join me next time, same place, same time, but until then, may our God keep you safe. I've been your presenter, Samuel Malangi.
1: I'm not the only